podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Thursday, I almost said Wednesday, on a Thursday where Liverpool begin their Europa League adventure with a trip to Austria to take on Lask. Lask are one of the top teams in Austria. They haven't won the league since the mid-60s. Uh, they continually fall short behind the kind of monster there that is RB Salzburg. Um, they'll be a tricky opponent for us. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They've got some talent. Uh, Lenny Pintor is one to keep an eye on. He was a highly rated youngster when he was coming through at Basti, and then he went to Brest, and then he went to Leon. And it hasn't quite worked from yet, but there is talent there. Um, Marin Lubicic, the young Croatian forward, he's also a danger. Musa Kone is a decent player. Uh, Sanusi Ba, the young left-back slash left-winger, he's in on loan, I think, from Leipzig. Uh, he looks a player. But all things considered, this is a game that we should win. I mean, for all that they've done, they haven't won anything of real note. Last season, they finished third in the league behind Salzburg and Sturm Graz, but they were 14 points off top. The season before that, they finished, I want to say, eighth. Uh, Season before that, they were fourth. Season before that, they were fourth. So, you know, they're they're, there, but they did finish second in the 18-19 season. Um, They've done pretty well over the years. They're, you know, a smaller club. They don't have huge resources, they have had some interesting managers over the years. Uh, Valerin Ishmael, who's currently the manager of Watford, he was there for a year. The guy he replaced is Oliver Glasner, who obviously did very well with Wolfsburg, then went to Eintracht Frankfurt and won the Europa League. Um, potentially the next German international manager. He's a, he's a really interesting manager, but he's long gone. So uh, Thomas Sagader is the current manager. Uh, He's largely managed in the lower leagues by the looks of things, although he did did spend some time in the Red Bull system and was the manager of Red Bull Ghana for a while. Um, They change manager, it would seem, quite often. Uh, Ishmael for 1920, Dominic Talhammer for 2021, Andreas Weiland for 21-22. He's now at Beershot. And Dietmar Kubauer, he was manager last season. So 
perhaps a little bit of instability in how the club is run. I don't really know. Um, I, I would be fairly confident that we will overcome this team. They got by Zorinski, 3-2 on aggregate, to reach the group stage. And we've obviously qualified automatically as a, a big bad bully from the Premier League. In terms of our team tonight, I'm really hoping Klopp goes full rotation mode. Queeving Callagher and goal. Joe Gomez right back. Costa Simicus left back. Matip and Kwanzaa in the middle. Gravenberg, Endo, Besetic, Elliot, Gakbo, and Jota. That's what I'd like to see. That's what I'd like to see us start tonight. Now, if, if Stefan Besetic is not ready to start, then perhaps Curtis Jones could start or potentially Alexis McAllister could start, having only played 45 against Wolves. Um, you could play Harvey Elliott in midfield and potentially bring bring Ben Doak in on the wing. But I, I wouldn't want to see any of Ali. I know Trent's injured, so that's fine. Ibu, Virgil, Robertson, Dominic, Salah, Darwin and Diaz. I don't want to see any of them start. If they're on the bench and they come on, that's fine. But I don't want to see any of them starting. I, w- I want Jurgen to commit to using this competition to get minutes in the legs of the players that aren't starting in the in the league. So that if and when they're asked to start in the league, when they're needed to start in the league, they're not coming in completely cold. Now, there is an argument made for playing Virgil tonight because obviously he's missed the last two league games with suspension. And you want him up to speed for West Ham. But I think Virgil's the type that can dip in and out. I don't think he needs to start. I think we can go with the the reserve 11, so to speak, and just keep our powder dry for the league. And if you look at what Arsenal did last season with a smaller, less talented squad than we have, that's basically what they did. They used this competition to play their backup players. They focused their, their main players on the league. And they were able to have an amazing first half the last season. And we're a better team than Arsenal are, without doubt. I know they finished above us last year. And I know people got all excited because they spent 200 plus million in the summer. But if you watch them play, they're not very good. They weren't good against Everton. Struggled to beat Everton. They weren't good against United. Needed a really, really dodgy refereeing decision on the Decton Rice goal to beat United. They drew it home with Fulham. They were very fortunate to beat Crystal Palace away from home. And they were fortunate to beat Nottingham Forest at home. Forest missed two big chances. Could easily have won the game themselves, but probably should have gotten a draw. So Arsenal haven't been impressive, and I don't care who they beat in the Champions League last night. Sevilla are garbage. No, they didn't play Sevilla. They played PSV Eindhoven. They're not great either. Um, Sevilla in their group, I think. Um, PSV aren't great. I'm not. I'm not going to be overly impressed by them beating PSV Eindhoven three 0 when they play basically their strongest eleven. And PSV are not exactly the creme de la creme of the Eredivisie anymore. 
and they're probably the third best team in in the Netherlands. So I'd like to see us commit to doing what Arsenal did, try to get as much of a foothold in the Premier League as we can. Get to January. We need to strengthen again. Add one more piece because I don't think you, you'll. I don't think they'll add two in January. But I think one is possible, either in midfield or that left-sided defender, and and go again second half of the season. And in the second half of the season, you're going to probably play more of your starters in the Europa League in the knockout phases. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But give yourself the opportunity to build as much of an advantage in the Premier League because really and truly, we're not winning the league this year. But top four is an absolute must. And realistically, like we don't want to be fourth. We don't want to be third. We want to be second. If you're going to be in the top four and you're not winning the league, you want to be second at least. At least second is the best you can do if you're not winning the league. Uh, You want to be second. At worst, third. So... Let's get as many points on the board in this first half of the season. And the best way to do that is to keep everybody fit by not playing key players in a competition where, let's be truthful, we should walk this group. Like, realistically, we should take 18 points in this group. And we should be able to do it without playing most of our best players. Union St. Gelos have some decent players. They're very well-run club because they're owned by Tony Bloom. Toulouse have a couple of decent players, but we've got really, really good players who would be in that team I mentioned earlier. Callagher's a very good player. Gomez is a very good player. Matip's a very good player. Kwanzaa's very promising. Costas is a good player. Endo's a good player. Gravenberch is very talented. Um, if the other one is Besetic, then he's very talented. If, if and when Thiago comes back... He could play in this Europa League team, and he's obviously a, a great, great player. Gakpo's very good. Um, Jota's very good. Elliot's a very pr- promising player. So that's a really strong team we could put out in this competition with the likes of Ben Doak and Luke Chambers, maybe, and Bobby Clark all getting minutes in this competition. Maybe Trent Coney Doherty could get a run. Maybe Kate Gordon will get a run. Like, we don't really need to be taxing our starters in this competition to get through this group. Then when you get into the knockout phases, you get a nice long break in this competition as well, because if you win your group, you don't play in the next round. The next round then is the runners-up from the group stage versus the teams dropping in out of the Champions League. So you do get that extended break from the competition, so you can focus in on the Premier League again. You've got the FA Cup kicks off at that point of the season, second half of the year, or second half of the season. The latter stages of the League Cup, if we're still in it, would be around then. And then we'd get back into Europa League action. And yeah, at that point, there might be 15, 14 games left in the Premier League season, plus this. There's no reason we can't go all out and, and you know try and win this competition try and win one of the domestic cups and maybe, like I said, get that second place finish in the Premier League. Um, the ideal would be a nice cup treble and, you know, second or third in the league. That's the the, the Gerard Houllier season. Um, 
This is Anfield. How Mo Salah's Europa League role could be decisive for Liverpool? 23-man squad confirmed as Doak travels, but no Trent. Well, Trent shouldn't have been playing anyway. Um, the squad, Alisson, Kelleher and Yaros, Virgil, Gomez, Kanate, Matip, Quonset, Costas, Zaboslai, McAllister, Endo, Gravenberg, Besetic, Jones and Elliot, Salah, Gakbo, Nunes, Diaz, Jota and Doak. As I said, there's absolutely no reason to play any of the, the best 11. You could play the backup 11, have Doak as the first sub coming off the bench. And then, you know, you'll, you might want to make a change at the back so you could give Virgil 20 minutes. You could give one of the midfielders, maybe McAllister or Jones, 20 minutes. And then that's... That's enough. You're going to be fine at that. You'll have the game, the game wrapped up. Um, Trent apparently is 50-50 for the West Ham game at the weekend. I don't expect him to play personally. Uh, 10 things to know ahead of last. Let's see. Injury news. So Trent and Thiago. History beckons for the boss. If we win today, it'll be 50 wins in Europe for Jürgen. He'd be the manager with the most wins in Europe for Liverpool, if that was the case. Benitez and himself currently sit on 49. Um, last qualified for the Europa League by finishing third, beating Zerinsky, that's what I said. Uh, they faced Manchester United in this competition back in 2020 and were beaten 7-1. Uh, okay. Um, a purple kit debut. Uh, two first starts, Ben Doak and Ryan Gravenberg. It's very possible that both of them start. All changed since Basel. Um, none of the 18 players, none of the 18 players who were named in the match day squad for the Europa League final in 2016 are still at the club. Joe Gomez is the only player who was at the club then. Senior player. Obviously, Trent doesn't count. Curtis doesn't count. They were in, in the academy. Gomez is any senior player and he was, what, 17 or 18 at the time uh, who's still at the club and obviously he missed that final with a torn ACL. Uh, chance for those on the periphery. That's what we've been over. Um, Robert Zulge Apparently is one of the danger men to look out for. Another attacking player joined last last year. It does look like they've got some some decent talent. Uh, Marco De Bello will be the referee, and it will be his first time in charge of Liverpool. Uh, Michel Fabri will be the VAR, and you can follow the This Is Anfield Match Day Live blog which will start just before the game, which is obviously a 5.45 kickoff, um, which I only discovered the other day. Uh, Liverpool team to face last. Liverpool.com have a predicted team. They've got a piece here on, I think this is Rodrigo. It is Rodrigo. Uh, Jurgen Klopp is supposed to be given green light to advance talks for defender, while Real Madrid for... Ford is valued at $107 million 
Piero Hincapié and Rodri, the players in question there. Darwin Nunes will reward Jurgen Klopp patience. Look, it, it, here's the thing. If we want Darwin to stat pad and build his confidence, this type of game would be a great one for him to start in, but I'd rather he play against West Ham at the weekend. Liverpool just saw worst-case Man City scenario as Jurgen Klopp greenlights 59 million transfer. Now, what transfer is he greenlighting now? Uh, oh, this is just some nonsense about Man City apparently going to appoint De Zerbi when Pep leaves. De Zerbi won't still be at Brighton when Pep leaves, so I, I don't think that's the case. More about Hincapié. Um... Yada yada, piece about Jude Bellingham, piece about Jared Bowen for some reason. Uh, I don't know why there's a piece about Harry Kane and Manchester United here. Uh, Liverpool star needs to listen to Trent Alexander Arnold, this piece about Fabio Carvalho, a piece about Endo, um, a piece about Ben Doak, lots and lots of drivel. Uh, Anfield Watch, what have you got for me today, Mr. Maguire? Sam Maguire might actually have written a piece today. I know he's part-time these days, but you never know. Uh, former Red reveals how Jurgen Klopp's image is everything. Jurgen Klopp's image is in everything at Liverpool. It's a piece of Arthur Mello. Uh, Jurgen can get the 50th win. Uh, Klopp vetoed Gerald Kwanzaa exit in the summer. There was talk he might go on loan, but because we were short, we ended up keeping him, and obviously it's proved beneficial so far. Um, Jota talking about Allison coming up big for us. Joel Matip makes admission over Liverpool future. We have been linked with Yukinari Sugaroa, Sugawara, Sugawara. I'm going to go with Sugawara. Uh, it's a scouting piece done by Danny Corcoran, and Danny's always very, very good. So do give that a look when you get a chance. Um, Sugawara is a right back. He's at Alkmaar. I watched him at Alkmaar last season. I have to say, I don't remember him. He's been there for four years. He's in their academy as well. I I don't remember him from watching them last year. He's got six caps for Japan. He got one cap in 2020. Didn't get capped for two years and then played five times last year. Um, I have to say, I, I, I don't know a whole lot about him. Eredivisie talent of the month twice. Fair play. We do, we do need cover at right back. So, you know, maybe. Maybe. On to AnfieldIndex.com. There's a piece about Ryan Gravenberg. There's a piece about the Europa League. Um, There's a piece from my ramblings yesterday about the Europa League as well. Neil Jones says Mikel Antonio has put a target on his back with his his claims that um, West Ham are going to finish above us this year. Uh, Klopp says we're going to take the Europa League seriously. Neil Jones was on the latest Media Matters with Dave Davis. There's that latest Molby on the spot, which, as I told you yesterday, you just need to listen to. If the lads were detailing paint samples and how they're working out in the house, you'd want to be listening to it. 
Um, there's a new under pressure, which is a great list, and it's about all about Dominic. And um, there is that scouted with Carl and Guy, so make sure you give that a listen because uh, the lads did the homework that I couldn't really be. Well, I, I did, actually wasn't available for it, but I couldn't have been asked to look into last either. So that'll do. I will see you all tomorrow, and hopefully we'll be celebrating a good start to the Europa League campaign. Take care of yourselves, have a good evening, and enjoy the game. Up the Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.